This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. My brand new book, Midwife Pip's Guide to a Positive Birth, is now available. So much more than a book, this is a guide that allows me to hold your hand through your birth preparation journey. With over a decade of experience and knowledge packed in to ensure you really are empowered in the way you deserve to achieve a positive birth, regardless of the twists and turns that crop up. Make sure that you get your hands on Midwife Pip's Guide to a Positive Birth Book now and are empowered to have the birth experience that you deserve. Hello, I am back with a third season. And wow, so much has changed since season two. Mainly in that I've been on my own journey through pregnancy and have joined this crazy, incredible club of motherhood. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Pip a practicing NHS midwife and enthusiast of all things women's wellness. I have a somewhat relentless passion for ensuring women are empowered with real, honest and reliable information and support throughout their pregnancy. Because my goodness, pregnancy is such a powerful time in a woman's life that is often miraculous and challenging in equal measures. Over the upcoming weekly episodes, I am joined by many leading experts to bring you the evidence-based information and top tips to navigating your pregnancy and motherhood journey that you need to hear. Needless to say, I had my notebook at hand when recording this season, and I would recommend the same for you too. I hope you're ready for the giggles, knowledge bombs, and empowering chats to commence. But before I get quizzing our guests on this season, I have some questions for you. Have you found yourself with unanswered pregnancy questions? Have you been guilty of trying to navigate the rabbit warren of inaccurate information on the internet? Do you feel that extra support and guidance would be useful to you? If you answered yes to any of these, then fear not. My exclusive Your Pregnancy Journey course is for you. Spaces are limited, so if expert guidance through each stage of your pregnancy and birth preparation and a community support group with 24 access to asking questions sounds like it's for you, then head over to www.midwifepip.com now to check it out. And I look forward to getting to know you better and ensuring your pregnancy journey is the most empowering and positive it can be. You'll also find information all about my antenatal course options on my website. And any questions about choosing the right course for you, then please get in touch via the contact page and I'll be there to help you navigate the right choice. For those of you who have been listening to this season's podcast and all the knowledge from packed episodes, 
you will have noticed that Child Farm has sponsored season three to help me deliver the honest support and information that you deserve over the past 15 weeks. This is an extra special bonus episode where I am joined by Joanna, the founder of Child Farm. I am really excited to speak with Joanna about how we can best support our babies' precious and sensitive skin and why this is a subject close to her heart as well as mine. And remember, you can currently get an exclusive 25% off Child Farm products on their website using the code MidwifePip25. Joanna Jensen is the founder of the UK's number one baby and children's toiletry brand, Child Farm. As well as being an entrepreneur, Joanna is a mother of two, Mimi and Bella, and they were the inspiration behind the launch of Child's Farm and the products she created were a solution to her frustration at not being able to find natural but fun products that could cope with her two daughters' sensitive skin and fine flyaway hair. Joanna and her team believe that every child deserves to be happy in their skin, whether that be normal, sensitive or even eczema prone. The daily success stories that Joanna hears from parents who have had their children and their own lives transformed by using Child Farm is what truly drives her forward. So welcome, Joanna. I am absolutely delighted to have you on the podcast today and to pick your brains about all things Child Farm. Oh, well, it's lovely to be here, Pip, and thank you so much for that really lovely welcome. Oh, it's it's very, very, very exciting. And I think I probably speak on behalf of lots of new parents when they say they are absolutely very grateful that Child's Farm is out there for us and is an option. So a massive thank you to you for creating such a brilliant product and brand. And I guess part of the introduction might have alluded to the motivation behind Child's Farm, but I would love to know a little bit more about What's helped you to really dedicate your business so much to skin and therefore create the wonderful Child's Farm that we know today? Uh, well, it's, it's very simple, I think. It's, you know, motherhood arrives and um, the last thing you expect is to find a child who's got really poorly skin. And I had atopic eczema as a, a child and I was really shocked when Bella was diagnosed and she was born in 2008. When she was diagnosed with atopic eczema, I thought, well, there's going to be such advances made since I was a girl. Well, not a bit of it. It was the same old hydrocortisone, slap a bit of steroid cream on there or use an emollient. And, you know, when I had um, atopic eczema as a girl, my mother, who was a nurse, turned around and said, absolutely no way. You're not having any of this on your skin. Um, The Egyptians used shea butter and cocoa butter because it's so fantastically moisturizing. They've been doing that for 3000 years and it's kind of worked. So that's what you're going to have. And we as children were truly treated holistically. And it's sort of, <laughs> I think my mother was a bit of a sort of aging hippie, but we were treated holistically. So you didn't go to the doctor. You went to the homeopath. You looked at your diet, the way that you behaved, even, you know, we didn't lead. We didn't hadn't heard about the word sustainability. We just live, led really planet reflected lives. So uh, when when little Bella turned up with her terribly, I mean, really red, raw and angry skin, I was so shocked there were no solutions for her that in a moment of madness, I took it upon myself to do something, my, to, to do it myself. And, you know, um, it's it, 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 mother is the need of necessity is the need of invention, mother of invention. That's the phrase how it goes. 
And it's absolutely true. And, and sitting there as a parent and being incapable, literally incapable of helping her with her skin, um, made me do this mad, crazy thing of set up my own skincare business. I love that. And that's such a personal story. And that kind of resonates with me as well, Joanna. So my husband has had lifelong eczema. And seeing somebody that you love or that you live with struggle with their skin is just so awful. And, and I think we kind of always don't appreciate it until we do know someone or we're affected ourselves because your skin is unescapable. It's the largest organ of our body and, and we want it to be working for us and healthy. So yeah, it's amazing that you, you managed to create what you have today and, and brilliant, brilliant for your daughter as well that she had a mum that was willing to kind of go that extra mile. <laughs> But it wasn't, I mean, honestly, it wasn't what I was actually at the time I'd been working in banking in the city and, and I'd, I'd, I was out then breeding horses and I'd given up for my eldest daughter when she was born. And I was sort of potting around and I was intending to actually do a degree in natural medicine because I've always tinkered with, you know, being a bit of a, a, a white witch at heart. And, you know, as kids, we made hedgerow solutions and always looked at things, as I said before, really holistically. So it sort of made sense, but it seemed like a completely madcap, crazy thing to do. And, and I think actually ignorance is sometimes really helpful because I had no idea. We, we've moved into this world, which is called FMCG. I used to have to write it on my hand because I couldn't remember the order of the digits. It means fast moving consumer goods. And that's what you that's what it's called when you sell to a shop. I mean, it, the whole thing, my learning curve was not it, I mean, it was practically vertical. I hadn't got a clue what I was doing. I thought you just turned up at Waitrose and you said, I've got these really nice products. Do you want them? <laughs> um, and, and I think that's, but then when they sort of, people said to me, oh, you'll never sell this lot. Your labels are far too busy. I just turned around and said, well, I think I will say sod off. I love that. I love that. Determination and confidence <laughs> in the mother. It's brilliant. brilliant. Now, parents, Joanna, and particularly new parents, are often nervous about using any products on their baby's skin. And of course, all you want to do is ensure that you're giving your baby the best and using the safest products on all of our little ones. Yeah. And we know that generally natural products are usually the gentlest option. And I just wonder if that's something you consider when you're creating your range and kind of what sort of ingredients you use and how you go about kind of selecting the, the best ingredients. That's, that's a brilliant question. But I mean, for us, it's always been about natural, sustainable, sensitive skincare. And we actually have three pillars that we follow, which is kind to skin, kind to planet, kind to people. And for us, it's, finding, it's about finding the best natural origin ingredients that we can. And as far as possible, we like to find ingredients that have got a bit of a community story too, particularly even better if it's around women. Um, so we'll look to find ingredients that are done either through a cooperative or that they're a byproduct to the food industry. We use we actually use a, an orange essential oil, which is a, a byproduct of the juicing industry. You know, otherwise these things would just go into compost. So we always look at natural because, you know, natural knows best. Anything synthetic is actually originally made out of part of a plant and it's just been stripped back, synthesized and then put back together again. And so the reason we use shea butter, um, cocoa butter and a natural origin um, glycerin as well is because they are fabulous on your skin. And then we use coconut surfactants. So those are the things that wash and cleanse your skin, really super mild. And we understand totally where they come from. We use a coconut oil, which is a cooperative of farmers in the Philippines who rather than just selling their organic coconuts, 
they, they, it's a charity pulled together a community of 500 farmers so they could press their coconut and sell the organic coconut oil, which meant they came out of poverty and they had a, a, a wage that meant that they could live so much in a better way. So that's how we work with that. And then we add into that the kind of planet. So that's again, thinking about what do we package everything in? So for example, our bottles are made of 100% PCR plastic. So that is plastic, which has been collected across the coastlines of Indonesia. Indonesia's got 223 million people, all of whom are drinking bottled water. And it's a country where there is no waste management program. So the, the plastic just gets discarded. And we work with an initiative that since we've been doing this, which is about 18 months, we've prevented nearly 5 million bottles going into the ocean. Wow. And they get shipped back on, on container ships back to the UK. So it's, it's really carbon neutral. And anything that we do have, we offset. So that's our sort of kind to planet. And even our pumps now moving on to our really famous baby moisturizer are metal free. So it means we can do the heavy lifting for you. You can buy our product and you know that every single thing can be shoved in your curbside recycling. You don't have to worry about it. You know that all the ingredients have been have been really thought through. So they're the best for baby skin, the kindest, the mildest, plus the most efficacious. So they do the job they say really well. And then our third pillar, which is kind to people, permeates across everything because that's looking after the children that are going to inherit this planet that we're messing around with. But it's also going back again to making sure some of our suppliers we are bringing them out of slavery. We are bringing them out of poverty. So every decision we make through our supply chain thinks just beyond, oh, that's a nice ingredient. I wonder if I can get it cheaper. The reason our products are a little bit more expensive and our margins are rubbish, if I'm being brutally honest, because we, we want to do the best for parents. We want them to know that we can manage their skincare issues one less thing to worry about because being a new mum, being a new dad comes with 57 suitcases of concern. And let's just take a couple of those away from you and know that there's somewhere safe you can go that you can trust that has got baby skin's best interests at the forefront of everything. And you know you're making that purchase decision and you don't have to beat yourself up afterwards. Oh, I love I love that, Joanna. I, I knew you had those three pillars, but I didn't really understand the kind of background to them. And I love child's fun anyway, but now I just love it even more because I feel like every time I'm using your products, I'm actually helping the globe, which is which is what everyone wants to be doing, isn't it? In today's well, it world. is. We're not very good about telling people about it. I have to say, we sort of tend to keep our lights under our bushels about a lot of things, but we're going to dial it up a bit more because, you know, we've been carbon neutral as a business since 2019. And, you know, we've got recycling bins up the wazoo in the office. People bring anything in. We've even got bees in the office garden. We, we are absolute. I mean, we are a bunch of old hippies, but we believe it's so important and we need to tell more people about it. But we actually do it. It's not like we're greenwashing. We're saying we're going to do. We've done it. You know, Coca-Cola, hurry up. They're going to get 30% PCR bottles by 2030. I mean, really? You're, yeah, you're, you're there and, and they're already. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. I, I absolutely love that. And I totally agree. You need to shout that from the rooftops because that's a message that, that I didn't get, but that I totally love now. So I'll be shouting that from the rooftops as well going Yay. forward. That's what we need more of, 100%. 
And um, my other question, Joanna, and I'm sorry, I'm going to keep throwing loads of questions at you because I just want to delve so much into how wonderful these products, I knew that they were, but I'm learning even more and more chatting to you. So I'm going to keep throwing questions. I wonder if you can tell me about the user trials that you carry out for each of your products. This is something that is completely new to me. So I'm not sort of in that, that world. I don't really understand the process. And I wonder if what you do is something similar that other brands do or whether you're doing something different at Child's Farm. Well, actually, interesting you should say that. We've just carried out an exercise and we've tried to understand about all our competitor base, what they do to, to help mum understand what's right for her child. And we are, we're on our own doing this. And what we do is this. So when I started and having had all the woes and worries I had about little Bella's skin, um, I've got to stop calling her that. She's 13 now. <laughs> <laughs> she's nearly as tall as I am as well so she'll cringe when she hears this back <laughs> no, of course she will um I think they're quite immune to it now poor little elves um so her skin having gone through all of that I wanted to know that I could go and pick a product that was going to give me comfort that I knew it was going to be the right thing for my child and I was amazed by how little information was actually written on products and I spoke to my manufacturer and I said, right, I need to make sure that mum trusts our brand. And they said, well, the first thing you can do is a clinical safety trial. Now, this takes place with over 100 um, people over 18 who have got medically diagnosed eczema. And from that, you can then say that this is suitable for sensitive and eczema prone skin. And I said, well, hold on a minute. I did this and we did phenomenally well in it. They'd never seen results like it. And I said, well, this is fabulous, but I've got a two-year-old. And, you know, it, this means nothing to my two-year-old if this is only conducted on 18-year-olds. So they said, well, you can do a user trial, but they're ridiculously expensive because you're asking parents to trial your products on their babies, newborns, and children. And I said, but this is the route we have to go down. If, we, if I'm going to trust this product, I, I've got to trust it before I can expect anyone else to trust it. So what we do is two lots of user trials. We do one on newborns, so naught to three months. And then we do one on children aged naught to three years with medically diagnosed eczema. Now, these user trials allow us to say things like nine out of 10 cats preferred. So we will have statistics that allow us to be sure that these products are suitable for little ones. And we have a really high bar here. So it's got to be, doesn't cause any irritation to the skin, um, preferred using these over other products. Um, uh, they, they absorbed well into skin, but the most important one is about irritation. And that, I, I think our average score is 99% wow, of parents of these children said they did not cause irritation to their skin. Now, it, I, mean, I mean, it's also amazing. It's almost, almost unbelievable, but these are the sort of results that we get for the products. Now, there are going to be some people it doesn't suit. And no matter how many user trials and clinical safety trials you do, everybody's skin is quite unique. And there are going to be those that can't be helped. But what we're so proud of is how we can help so many with their skin sensitivities and make such a dramatic change to their lives. And that for us is what's most important. So we are standalone. We're the only people that do this. It does cost us an absolute fortune. It's the best thing we ever did. I always look at everything we do as a mum. Do I trust you? Does that make sense to me? Would I put it on my child's skin? Would I put it on my own skin? And if you can tick all of those boxes, then I'm in. But 
we have set that bar really, really high, so high, as I say, that no one else does it. That's amazing. And as a, as a new mum that's using products on my tiny baby, that is so reassuring to hear. And it now doesn't surprise me that my husband keeps using Finley's Child Farm shampoo on himself. <laughs> <laughs> and that makes sense. <laughs> and I'm sure he'll listen to this and then decide that's his perfect excuse as someone with eczema that he can keep using Finley's products. But yeah. actually, that's quite an important point, isn't it, Joanna? Is that your products aren't just for babies. You do things for families as well. So actually, you are like a, a real family business. Yeah, totally, totally. And actually, there's going to be some more exciting news coming in the new year because uh, Charles Farm is growing up. And so there's going to be something for all the family because look, my kids are now 13 and 15 and you know, they're girls, so they don't really object to taking a pony label into the bath, but you know, they, they do quite, you know, they, they, they want to use slightly more mature products. And so we're creating a Charles Farm adult and family range. So when children have reached that stage, where they're sort of saying, I don't really want a tractor in the shower. There is some good quality product packaged in a way that you can deal with all of your family's skin sensitivity. And, you know, I'm quite a bit of a fuss pot as well. You know, I'd be, I use Charles Farm hand, I use Charles Farm everything, everything obviously, but I use the hand wash on the side of the sink and we've got quite a smart bathroom and I just wanted something a little bit more upmarket for my bathroom. <laughs> I love that. That's brilliant. No, not at all. You know, I just, I can't use anything else on my hands because they're so sensitive. And, and it's a bit like our sun cream. I created the sun cream because I had such allergies to the sun. I mean, you know, it, 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 is, it is literally developed the whole range for me and my girls. Which is why I think why families, you know, far and wide are loving it so much because that comes across in the quality of, of your products and, and your passion for it. Now, talking about the little characters that I've noticed on your bottles that I love because everything in our house currently is like baby central. So it's working for us. But I have to ask, who are they? Where have they come from? Sort of how did you imagine up these little, little characters? What's their story? Well, they are, they're my children and their ah. cousins and their pets. So... Child's Farm, the name, was actually the name of our old house. And, um, and I couldn't think of what to call the brand. And, and I just suddenly, someone had scribbled on a window uh, many, many years ago, their name Richard Childs. And the house had been called Child's Farm. And I just thought, oh, well, hold on a minute. That sounds quite good. I'll nick that. So that was that easily done. But I was just wanted my children to enjoy bathroom because they didn't. It hurt. Having a bath hurt. They'd never had bubble bath. And, you know, even hair washing was an absolute trial. So when we developed the non-stingy formulas, which is what Bella used to call them, I wanted them to really love, have this whole sensory experience. So that's why there's fragrance and it's all non-irritating fragrance, but it's because it makes you feel fabulous. The bubbles are bubbly because that's another sensorial experience. And the bottles are so you can tell stories in the bath. And so the pony that you're looking at will be one of our old ponies but it can be your pony too so it can be spot or snap or pickles or whatever you want to call it and it's an opportunity for mum and dad to tell stories in the bath and get people excited so when you look at them the girls are mainly my two um there are a variety of their parents their, their their pets their ponies um our pig we did actually have a pig that lived in the house let's not go there um and um, their cousins and so everyone has existed. 
So Child's Farm exists and all those animals lived on Child's Farm. And, and that's what, you know, so when we talk about it, I mean, some people complain that the condition is pink. Well, Mimi chose the pink bottle. She chose her pink dress, beautiful children's illustrator, Emma McCall designed all the labels, a fantastic job. And then we've actually got a 20 episode cartoon that we played for three years in, the, in 2014 which you can watch on YouTube. And that is when the characters on the labels became their own people. Um, and that was a huge amount of fun. And then that's when they became a bit more cartoony. But if you look at them, they're all made out of magazine clippings. Um, their ponies are made out of photographs of horse hair. You know, it's all tactile and real. Um, and it's meant to be just a whole wonderful sensory experience. It's, you know, let's not forget we're British, we're a bit potty, and, you know, so it's a British eccentric land which you can come and live in, and if you watch the cartoons, they're all completely potty, um, and, and it's just a bit of yesteryear. It's just a bit of, you know, quiet from all the noise. Oh, I love that. I've been thinking about sort of racking my brains where they might have come from and never did I imagine that that was going to be where they came from. I absolutely love that. And I love what you said about actually, let's make bath time really lovely for children because as adults and, you know, as, as women as well, I think especially, we think, think of having a nice relaxing bubble bath as, as a really nice indulgent kind of self-loving time. And, and yeah, why shouldn't children have that same experience? So I love that. Totally. And I think it's a really special time for parents, obviously not for the parent who's been looking after the child all day. That's yeah, I feel that. <laughs> straight, straight to a large G&T or whatever it may be. <laughs> but it, it, it is a really wonderful opportunity to bond with your child. And if they've got, or even if just one of your children has got poorly skin, to be able to have a bath with your sibling is amazing. And just make it a real joy, real joyful occasion. It's some way to, you know, you know, end their evening and start yours, you know, remembering why you love your little darlings, even oh, though you're so <laughs> And then head to the kitchen for your g and exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, I love that. I'm going to have to find that on YouTube and link it in the episode description, Joanna, because I think we all need to look at that. That just sounds so endearing. We are just taking a short break from this week's episode to introduce you to one of this season's sponsors, Child's Farm. Baby skin is so sensitive and precious. It's important to me to use only the most naturally derived and gentle products for my baby. That's why I have chosen to use Child's Farm for Finley, And I'm delighted that they are sponsoring this season's podcast. The products are dermatologist and paediatrician approved to be suitable for sensitive skin and are also safe for people who may be prone to eczema. So we can be sure our little one's skin is kept as gorgeous as they are. And I'm so excited to let you know that as a listener of this podcast, you can currently get an exclusive 25% of Child's Farm products on their website using the code MidwifePip. 25. And I have loved having a little look and reading some of the incredible stories, to be honest, online from people who have seen such an amazing difference in their skin from using some of your products. And as I said before, that really does resonate with me and my husband's skin troubles. And I'm really conscious that, you know, there's a chance that our little boy might also develop that. 
Um, and I imagine from your point of view, reading those stories must mean so much, especially now really understanding how personal the brand is to you. And that must be an amazing motivation to your business. But I just wonder how those stories make you feel. Oh, do you know, I am, um, I get, you know, when you have a baby and every time you see a new lamb, you start crying and it's sort of like this, <laughs> sort of, where did this come from? It's, I'm a bit like that when I, when I see stuff that about the brand and, and in throughout the office, we've got pin boards, which have got postcards, poems, pictures, all sorts of things from parents and, and adults saying, thank you, you, you've changed my life. And you know, when we had these these um, amazing things that ran through the press, which were just insane, um, talking about how the products had changed little ones' lives, it's incredibly emotional, really emotional. And um, and it's sort of like, you know, you sit there and you, what are you going to be remembered um, for when you leave an, in your little casket at the end of your life? And, and I want to be remembered for having done something really positive. Um, and I do find it incredibly overwhelming. We did a piece of research the other day and it was talking to 2000 parents and asking how many of them use Child's Farm on a regular basis. And of that 2000, something like 600 said that they did. And they were part of this research was, well, fill in the comments box if you've got anything you want to say about your brand. 98% of these people did. And I said to the people that did this research, and I said, well, you know, how often does that happen? And they said, never, no one fills in the text box. And these were people talking about the brand and saying how it had changed their lives, how it looked after their skin, how their children were in a different place. And it was terribly embarrassing because it's quite a big firm that were presenting it. And there must've been about 10 people on the call. And I just started crying. And, and, you know, fortunately it was a Zoom, so nobody could see, but I was completely overwhelmed because, you know, we all want to achieve something in our lives. And I mean, what you're doing is amazing, Pip, helping people in this sort of time where they're coming to terms with a new life for them and for, for their little one. And, and it, when you sort of realize that you are actually making a difference to people, it's, it's, it's quite humbling. Um, so, yeah. Ooh. And I imagine having you felt what those parents are now feeling because you had the same issues with your daughter. And that's obviously where this, this whole amazing um, brand and ethos of Charles Farms come from. But I can totally understand how you empathise so much because you've literally been in that same place and you have made that solution for so many families. So, yeah, just big thank you, but also mass massive credit to you because what an incredible achievement and now understanding the brand more and how personal it is um, to you and your whole family with all the characters, um, even the pets involved, and mm -hmm. um, that must just yeah just fill you with absolute joy. So yeah, all the kudos to you. That's incredible. No oh, bless you. But uh, do you know I always say we've got the best customers on the planet because our mums and dads who buy our product are simply wonderful. They're just they're salt of the earth and they just keep us going. They're so kind. I mean, who 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 paints a picture? and sends it to a brand to say thank you. Aww. I mean, it's it's a, it's completely overwhelming. And I think, um, you know, it, it makes my life a much, much happier one. And I'm, I'm, you know, I thank you to every single person who ever buys Child's Farm because it's, you know, you're keeping a small business going. We've got, you know, we've got 34 employees now. Don't know where they all came from. Um, <laughs> and it's, you know, it's a rural business just outside Basingstoke in Hampshire. And, 
and thank you, thank you, thank you. I love that. And the other thing I just just think in there that that children they don't lie, do they? So if, if a child doesn't like their <laughs> that doesn't like the product, you are going to know about it. So the fact that the children are not only loving it, but they're then painting you a picture to say how much they love it, I think speaks volumes. Oh yeah, it's it's great. And you know your your own children, as you find as they get older, are your worst critics. And you know my lot, everything has to be signed off by my two. You know, so different fragrances will come from all three of us. And if they, oh my God, the labels, deciding who goes on a label, it's it's a lot better now. But when they were little, it was quite competitive. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can imagine there's been some interesting conversations in your house over the years. <laughs> it was the, it was the one wanted watermelon, one wanted pineapple. And I thought, oh, sod it, I'll just make a cocktail. And that's how we got our watermelon and pineapple um, shower wash. <laughs> Because I just, I, I couldn't do two, I could only do one, and I just mushed it together. That's, that's like the ultimate family compromise, I think that's that's amazing. Now, we've kind of touched on this a little bit, Joanna, but just to explore it a little bit more, in the world that we live in today, thankfully, lots of us are becoming more aware and trying to parent in a more sustainable way, and this is something that I've definitely explored since having our little boy. And we're trying to take measures in kind of our everyday lives to help protect the planet as much as we possibly can. And this is something that I am becoming even more conscious about personally, and I know lots of other people are as well. So how does Child's Farm fit into this? You've talked about the amazing um, bottles that you've made and how you're liaising with places over the world. But I wondered, yeah, why it's, why it's so important to you as well to have that sustainability. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Well, I think, I think all of us have got a responsibility for this younger generation that we're all bringing onto the planet. And, you know, we haven't done a great job. Um, we're not listening. I mean, you know, if you think that COVID was a, a wave breaking on the shore, um, sustainability is a tsunami. Mm. And if we do not pay attention, it is our children who are going to suffer. And none of us want to leave a legacy um, for our little ones. And we need to start doing something now. And that means making conscious decisions about every single purchase that you make. Now, I know it's blooming easy to phone up Amazon, but it is, you know, it, you are A, not helping your local high street um, because they won't be able to function. And B, you know, what you're doing is you're just having, you're compounding the issues of, there's, there's very little cardboard left in the world because Amazon have got it all. And, you know, where does cardboard come from? It comes from trees. So the more stuff that we order mail order, the more, st more trees are going to be cut down. You know, think about where your food comes from. Think about what you do, because right now, think of your pocket as well, because right now logistics costs from across the world are through the roof. So if you can eat seasonably and locally, you're going to be saving yourself money as well, but also you're going to be su supporting local businesses. So my mantra really for everything is think local, buy local. Um, and when you choose your, choose your brands quite discerningly, because people will talk on pack about things that they do, 
um, be nosy, look them up. I mean, you know, it, it takes you five minutes, but understand who makes tea bags that have no plastic in them and make a conscious decision not to buy those sort of people. So then you can compost your tea bags or they will automatically compost um, if you put them in your, in your curbside waste. But think about what you can recycle curbside. I know that there are really huge doubters out there about oh, recycling in this country, but you've got to have faith. And if we all act as though they don't do it properly, then it won't get done properly. Think about how you can, when you buy food, there's some brilliant series of articles carrying on at the moment through Waitrose about food waste. It is phenomenal, the amount of food waste in this country. Buy less and more frequently. Think about, plan your meals ahead, particularly if you've got a little one. And when you're weaning, what's so brilliant is you can just sort of, you know, cook some extra carrots and mash them up and put them in an ice cube box. And, and there you go. You've got plenty of food to go with. Don't buy these ready meals. I know they're brilliant when you're they're brilliant when you're out and about and you need an emergency. But on a day-to-day -day basis, if you're thinking about your pocket as well as the planet, mush up some carrots, mush up some apples, mush up leftover veg from what you're having. You know, perfectly, perfectly fabulous for your little one and giving them all the vitamins and nutrients that they need to help them grow strong and brain development. Um, you know, there are other bits and bobs that you can you you can do, but if you stick to local, buy local, shop local, you know, use your leftovers, recycle them for your little ones, and just think about how much food you're really, really buying. And those crisp packets cannot be recycled. They can't. <laughs> they just can't. And they are littering this country. Just stop eating crisps. I know Which it sounds crazy. a bad thing anyway, as I say. It's probably no, I mean, that's dreadful for you. But, you know, <laughs> get some nice curly kale and put that in a low oven for a, a half an hour. And that's delicious. Yeah. And fantastically good for you. And particularly now when we're all being struck down by these colds and bugs that are coming around, boost your immune system with sort of some natural stuff. I love that. We are sort of starting to research weaning because it's probably on the horizon for us. And I am so excited by, by kind of, allowing Finley to explore food for the first time I cannot wait um, but I'm always really suspicious of anything that tells me that it's vegetables and fruit but it's in a jar that's going to last for like five years I'm like how natural can that be <laughs> really totally so think about the packaging that the stuff that you buy comes in and I mean I know I'm not even going to talk about nappies because it's so controversial but just think about what you're using and you know the impact because th those nappies are going to be there for a very long time um, mm. and it just it's you know it's tough because you're trying to manage everything and it's a really tough tough thing but to make one positive change that's a really really fabulous thing to do and then doing your second becomes easier your third even easier and if we all made a positive change every two months and then another and then another we'll be living in a very different world Mm, I like that it's nice to sort of start small let's not overwhelm ourselves let's just take it gradual and I guess one of those amazing positive changes you can use is uh, to do sorry is to use something like Child's Farm where you understand the kind of ethos and how sustainable that is so amazing that we now can all understand and appreciate where you've come from with that now everyone that comes on Joanna I like to surprise at the end and just ask for three top tips but I wondered if I could twist it up a little bit and ask you for your top three products for new parents, slightly selfishly, because this is me in this category. So I want to pick your brains. 
Well, I would say every single time, you're, the best thing you can do is buy a good moisturizer. Um, if you want to look after baby skin, and as you said earlier, Pip, it's the largest organ on your body, moisturize, moisturize, moisturize. As it gets colder and the central heating goes on, they need more support of their skin. They don't have an acid mantle when they're babies, so we really need to make sure that their skin is looked after because it regulates their temperatures as well. So perfect skin will prevent irritation. And in this country, we're not very good about pre preventing stuff. We're very good at reacting when it gets bad. So prevent that all over their body and then always, 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 always use a bum cream. Now, again, I know people sort of say, oh, that I don't need to, their bum's fine. It's again, moisturize, moisturize, moisturize. Think about yourself. Would you fancy sitting in a nappy, which is a little bit damp, even if it's just for 20 minutes, half an hour? Not really, but if you've got a nice sealed bottom um, with something that keeps those um, skin cells nicely packed together, then you are going to prevent irritation. So it's all about prevention um, rather than cure. And then as a new mum, one of the things that you're so deprived of is sleep. And that's usually because you're keeping an erratic timetable because your little one just doesn't really get it. So something which is actually good for mum and good for baby, we do a brilliant pillow spray. And this has got organic tangerine in it, which is, is has the same properties as lavender, um, but it's just, it, it's you can use it neat on a baby's skin. Lavender, do be careful because lavender um, oil will burn an adult skin. It's great if you actually have a burn, it's a contra, so you put it on that burn. But with little ones, babies, a nice, um, this organic tangerine sleep spray really lets them lull and drift into sleep and you can use it on your own pillow too. So that's a two in one, I'd say. I love that one because I use that actually in labor as well. Um, so it's something I used for sleep and that was pre-baby. I just enjoyed it for sleep, having shift work and erratic sleep pattern anyway. And then I use it during labor. So actually the room that we gave birth in smelled of that gorgeous scent. So we have continued to use it with the even more erratic sleep of having a 10 week old baby. So um, mm -hmm. I totally echo what you say about how wonderful that product is. Thank you so much for joining us and allowing me to well and truly pick your brains about Child's Farm. I have learned so much. And as I said, I just love the brand even more now that I understand the good that you're doing for, for our planet and actually something we need to all be considering more and more and more um, in our parenthood journey. So big, big thank you to you. Well, thank you, Pip, for having me. Um, I think you're doing an amazing job with your podcast. It's a joy to hear you. And congratulations on your little one. And I look forward to seeing him grow and develop. Very yes. exciting. Oh, scary, but exciting. I quite like the phase where he can't run around the house. I feel like this is a safe, safe stage, but it's all going to get more fun and chaotic, I'm sure. Totally, totally. But <laughs> love and enjoy every minute. It goes in a sneeze. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Joanna. Have a great rest of your day. And thank you, Pip. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you found it helpful, then please hit subscribe and leave a review. It really does make a huge difference to the number of women I can reach out to and empower with this information. For more daily free information, inspiration or details on my bespoke antenatal education courses, 
or your pregnancy journey course, then head over to my website, www.midwifepip.com and check out my Instagram page at midwife underscore pip. Thank you and see you next time. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel-Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.